Hey everybody, welcome to Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. It's podcast three. Trey. <laughs> I don't know. We're here. We made it through two. Uh, welcome back to all the folks who may have had a chance to catch us either on a Periscope. If you're out there now, Periscope, thank you. Or if you're going to be listening to us later on on iTunes or maybe watching us on YouTube. But I'm Joe from Joe's Mini Bike Reunion. And we're here because we love mini bikes and we're about to put... Uh, We'll put a modern twist on vintage mini bikes for you, and we'll have a little fun. Uh, Jake Moe, welcome back to the show. I've heard some really good remarks from the folks who had a chance to catch you on the episode number two. Uh, thanks for coming back. What's happening, brother? Cool. Not much. Just, uh, yeah, pretty long day, but I'm here now, so it's all good. Yeah, good. <laughs> I, I know I kind of caught you off guard when I asked you to join us, but I just had to because each day I would get like an update from either an email or a post, whether it was something that was coming in or maybe something that you received, but uh, that was really good. The, sh the episode got a lot of uh, play, so to speak. Cool. And I hope that uh, maybe you got a good rub off of it. What kind of reaction did you get? Anybody uh, enjoyed the show or thought you did good or want to hear more or maybe we missed something? What was it? Yeah, a few of the guys on there, you know, I was talking about some of the upcoming shows and stuff, went in there and commented, and, you know, people were like, oh yeah, I loved your show as well. So yeah, it was it's pretty cool. It's funny how that trickles down, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Uh, the bikes got, uh, everybody was asking, wow, you know, thank God he doesn't paint those bikes. It's so, <laughs> so nice to see that. So that, that raw look is pretty much your trademark now, wouldn't yeah, you think? Exactly. I would say so, yeah. So uh, what have you been doing the last week or so? You, you know, you're mad at it again? I see you're working on a lot of trucks. You got What was yep. the truck I saw uploaded recently? What are you guys building? Uh, it's a 58 Chevy. And what's happening with that truck? Uh, it's going full custom chassis, full air ride. Uh, it's going on 20-inch steelies. Has some wide, like 11-inch steelies on the back. So it's going to be cool. It's actually going to go to uh, next month. We have a show up there, Thunder on the Lot. Okay. What and date is that? Uh, it's June 11th and 12th, I believe. Okay. Yeah. And it's actually going to go in uh, bare steel. <laughs> Great. Yeah, that's it. Whether yeah. you whether you do the mini bike thing continuously with the bare steel or you yep. put that through the truck, it's a good look. You know, I do like uh, the blend sometimes, if you're going to blend it at all, with wood. Oh, yeah. You yeah, know? Definitely. Uh, especially, like, in the interior of those raw exteriors. Yep. Uh, I mentioned Boris and Gary Case from uh, Street Machinery. Okay. They're the guys who created that uh, patina plantation. Yeah, And right. they continue to do it. You've got to check them out. Uh, okay. They found another 59 Bel Air two-door just sitting in the middle of some carport. <laughs> it was that stick-around brown. Yeah. But the interior was flawless, and you knew that the patina on that brown even made that brown cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, you know, uh, when you're not doing raw, what's your color? Um, I don't know. I like kind of a few, like, oddball colors. I kind of like the old maroon, you know, the kind of like 30s, 40s, like, classic maroon look. That's kind of cool. Or maybe even, like, the mid-60s um, Mopars, like the Barracuda, they had that, that, I think it was 64, 65, it had that maroon that worked there. It didn't work on the other cars. But. Yeah, exactly. I don't know, there's certain things. I, I try to look for something a little different, but <laughs> Did you? I, don't, I don't think about paint too much, but... Yeah, that's why I was asking when you do. Like, what's yeah. the color of the Jeep that you're rolling? Is that white or gray? Some neutral? Gray. Yeah, there you go. So you'll make a commitment. Yeah. Try not to stick out too much if I'm not on the mini bikes. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I, I I wanted to get you back over here, first of all, just to say again, thank you. You know, it's, it's similar to what you did at the show. Yep. You kind of did it with the podcast, too. You, you, you kind of set it on fire a little bit. So Emmanuel and I talked, and we figured it out. It's going to take us about 95 years where we're going to be making at least like 30, 40 grand on the show. At that time, you know there's a percent or two in it for you. In the meantime, 
right? It's a lot of money, so you can start planning what you're going to do with it now. In the meantime, <laughs> why don't you take a break? Okay, cool. Grab, uh, grab a libation. You are a Bud Light guy. Might as well tell people. Who knows? Maybe hold on. Maybe they'll want to send you uh, a case of Bud Light while they uh, try to court you to build a bike for them. But why don't you join Linda, have a little something to eat, uh, tell Peter to get his ass out here. And um, there's a reason why I wanted you to be here, too. It was in addition to doing such a, a nice job on the show. I'd like, like you to be a frequent guest. You know how Evil Ed, he's our co-host. Oh, yeah. I figured I'd give him a break. Surprise, he's not here. Yeah, well, I hope he shows up. Uh, I, I knew it was a full house. Like I said, give the guy a break once in a while. But uh, there was a reason why I also wanted you to be here, and it's selfish. And it has to do largely with what you and I have been talking about. And uh, it has to do with the fact that Peter, over his years there at SEMA, has really been a big... Uh, part of establishing people or re, re, re uh, uh, elevating people, uh, and he's he's worked and elevated guys and established guys. Many of them are people that you guys have known, whether it's the Ryan from West Coast Customs or what he's done recently with Max Grundy. Uh, it, it's been amazing to have a platform that he has wow. to spotlight, and maybe you'll be the next one. So there's a power sports section at the SEMA show gives us a reason to hang out over there. Thanks for yeah. coming on in. Awesome. I'll see you guys in a little while, and uh, here comes Peter. Cool. We'll do Just a little swap area. Just in time. So I'll see you a little bit back in the show, because i got a couple other things I want to talk to you about, which includes uh, catching up on the bikes. Yep, exactly. All, All right, right, cool. Sounds good. Thanks, Joe. All right. There you go. Yep. You got the good one. Make sure you got the good one. So you got the Howard Stern microphone, from what I hear. I don't know what that means. Did I try to put him on this way in front of the... Like, it's like, I've never done this before. All right, good. I wasn't in there. She's you know she's pretty. She's Linda, she's Linda's guy. killing it in the kitchen. Oh well, sure. And so to be honest, to uh, be sitting in the uh, this beautiful garage with you, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love what we did with the uh, decor. As you look around. Yeah, you know, I gave you that helmet over there. Do you remember that? Uh, I do. I've got the white gloves as well. And you know, if you put those white gloves on now, Jake, think about it. Get the white gloves with the white. You could have a little something there, but we're not here to talk about fashion. <laughs> uh, I do want to say thank you because I, I swooped in out of nowhere, unannounced. Uh, you traveled way too many places. I can't keep up. But you were in town for two or three weeks, and I had to nab you to come and be a part of the show because we do this bi-weekly, and it's not as if I could just do it the next week. So thank on, you for Joe. thanks for, for making the Joe, I, I traveled 6,000 miles to be here. I could be happier. I traveled 12,000. You came here to buy shoes. <laughs> <laughs> like three little, like three little women no, went about our man. shoes. All right, so look, we're not here about. Well, you know how many nights I've slept in this garage? <laughs> I remember the I one night. This, this is my table. It's not. And the one night that I remember that you slept in this garage, I didn't invite you to sleep in the garage. <laughs> but see, now that's that's how it gets into a slippery slope. And I also wanted to kind of apologize in advance because, unlike many of the interviews that you traditionally give, this may not fall into that format. I mean, we're in a garage. We, we've had a, a little something to drink. It's very casual. So if if I step out of line, uh, please uh, just accept my apology now. So, Joe, you know, I'm, I'm channeling my own Ralph Benito here. So oh, we're going to get a hug. You look like him. Well, we'll go buy out. I was going to get a drink of wine. You like this? This is awesome. Might be the radio show days, but it's cooler. Radio shows, there's like too much. I don't know. This feels like kind of the Howard Stern show. You know when they're in the studio and it's like a radio studio? That was less radio. Camera? Yeah, there was less radio. No, he started on the radio. Well, um, where are the white gloves? They're there. I'll get them during the break. Jake, do me a favor. Next to the helmet there. Okay. See some white gloves? Joe. Look at this. 
Well, look, what's going on with this? I didn't even know we could do that. Jerome would have a heart attack. He's he'll be in the gloves. Right? There's the gloves. <laughs> there was a time when uh, it wasn't so much mini bikes; it was uh, two strokes enduros. And thanks to you, largely, I, I had a few opportunities to, to to have some mad cash, and I, I bought a fleet of two strokes. I had a Yamaha 100, a 175, and a 250, and I bought them in a fleet so that I could take my friends, many who had no motorcycle license, <clears throat> and we would just ride the bikes whenever we could. It included our good friend Brian Paik and Peter, and one day we, we decided to go take a ride to have <clears throat> breakfast. Well, later that day, we ended up in El Mirage with three bikes that had just- been El Mirage, right? Oh, yeah. It's, what's that, like 10 miles from your place? Yeah, much, yeah. yeah, come on. It was a That's no big deal. It's seventy miles. It's in two, three bikes we hadn't even shaken out. We didn't know if there was oil in there. How we got there? Not only did we go there. Oh please. We drove around. <laughs> Look, there's there's a photo back there. I'll get it during the break. Okay, but uh, hey, thanks for coming. I'll I'll put it aside and and thanks for this week. Tell everybody why you're in town. Well, I work here. Um, I work for SEMA, and. Uh, to your point, this is a, a really big week for us. It's a big month because we are placing all of the exhibitors for the November SEMA show. What is it, May what? Well, it's my birthday, May 12th. May 12th. It's um, not quite there, it's May 5th now. And but. we're in November. And we're, you and I, you particularly, are, are living the SEMA show because the, uh, the show staff is placing all of the exhibitors' booths. 3,200 of them? No, it's not, not that much okay. yet. But it's uh, it's over 1.1 million net square feet of exhibit space. And um, that's an important job because for our members, for our industry, the show is a marketplace that, uh, that generates a lot of media exposure for them and, um, and frankly, sales. Um, this industry does $36 billion dollars Billion. sales in the United States alone. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they rely, the, the industry relies on, uh, on business opportunities like like their industry trade show, the SEMA show, to keep that commerce running. It and, likes, uh, it's, it's, the, it's the igniter for everything. Well, and now it's a global business. And um, it's really exciting for us to see all of the interest in... This industry, this industry that started, um, well, was the, the, the SEMA Association was started in 1963. The first show was in 1967. That would make this show the 50th anniversary show. And um, when you consider that it's the single largest annual gathering of small business in America, it started just a few miles down the hill from here. Dodger Stadium, right, Peter? Under the, uh, the grandstands at Dodger Stadium. You know, that's pretty awesome. It's so cool to be a part of this, this heritage, um, this, this great industry that is protecting the businesses that, that personalize um, and enhance the, the styling and performance of cars, trucks, and SUVs, not only in, in the United States, but all over the world. This is now a global industry, and the show is a global marketplace. And for all of us who cut our teeth in this industry, that started our careers here, to be a part of something that is this cool, this magical, um, 
how many of the people out there that have that have been to the SEMA show that have exhibited or attended mention it to their friends and you see their lot their eyes light up and um, it's the magical the SEMA show is the magical <laughs> phrase you know you could write a book on the the stories that you've collected not only in taxi cabs but uh, on the show floor um, after hours with uh, with the different people that you've entertained in that city. It's pretty about, like, you know. Well. Okay, maybe two books, but, you know, it's it's insane. And, you know, some of my best memories are um, are with you in Las Vegas, attending the SEMA show, working the SEMA show. Well, it went beyond us going to the show. But it, it, it turned out to be that plus turning into the best times of our lives privately. And, 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 and you know what? Why. We're not alone. There's There's hundreds and hundreds of thousands of people that can share the same thing. Oh. And, uh, or can't share the same thing. <laughs> that, that's boring. But, uh, you know, that's, uh, that's the fun of it all. And uh, that is what uh, pulls us all together and really keeps me going to work day after day. Well, I, I, I really want to just, first of all, how true. Uh, every single word of it, so true in so many ways. But along with that comes the fact that you've got a, you've got a pretty, you know, when you look at, opportunities within this huge industry. You've got the job that's got really, uh, I think, one of the most powerful positions in our industry, but you also have one of the coolest positions in our industry all at the same time. <laughs> you know, you get well, to... I don't, I don't look at necessarily as powerful, believe me, but uh, the other night I was at dinner and the waitress uh, serving my, my wife and I dinner, she was like, so do you like your job? I was like, yeah. You know, she had no idea what I, what I do. And I looked her in the eye and I was like, you know what? I've got the best job in the world. Yeah. Um, I, I have got a great job. I, I get to work with people who are so passionate about their business. Um, I work for an organization that is about serving our industry and helping businesses do better year after year after year. Um, well, you also to, drive, this, to be you drive part of sales. Well, I get to be a part of an event that is the industry's Woodstock. If the automotive industry had a Woodstock, it'd be the SEMA show. It is. And it's not because of the partying and um, all of the after-hours stuff. It's about this close-knit community getting together. and We're all brothers and sisters, and um, yeah, it has a lot we of do that. it year after year after year. Um, and wow, it's it's just a. It's you know why it works? I, I think I, I wonder if you feel the same way. It's because many of the folks, uh, you and I included, we've all uh, stayed in this industry because it's so cool. So you you know people not just for a you know a period of a couple of years. You've known people that stay within no. the industry. They may it's, change. It's, you know, they may go from company to company. You know people for your career, and that's what's cool. That. This industry has turned into a place where people like me, who uh, came out of the middle of backwoods, western Massachusetts, um, yeah, good to, I have a uh, career. And well. uh, there's there's a lot of people like you and I that uh, that found a career in this industry, and it's that's a really cool thing to tap into, um, and you see it happen over and over again, and. One common thread, one little chapter in our book is, is the SEMA organization 
and all the great people and volunteers and uh, amazing things that uh, that this industry does to to make it cool and fun year after year after year. Well, you do that, and you, you have that you, you have that immediate uh, identity with the hot rods and the custom cars and the custom trucks. But what I wanted to talk about. Uh, really during the podcast is how does it really kind of make a spin into the mini bike segment and there's a couple ways not only does the mini bike find a home now in many of the custom trucks in the back of them when they attend the shows but you have the power sports section at the show and even that before i get too quick into that i wanted to because that's going to be the fun part i want to get into the system one yeah, I want to get into your mini bike. Uh, your no, no, mini before, bike, listen, wait. Mini bike escapades with no, you no, no, no. you, you, you You've asked here. like nine questions there. So let's start with the first one. Okay. What role does the mini bike play in this industry? A big one. Come on, we all grew up reading Hot Rod Magazine and Car Craft Magazine, Hot VWs. Boy's Life is what I saw uh, first. You know, you're, you're in the back, popular mechanics probably. Sure. You're in the back, these little... Tiny, what do what we call those ads? We well, sold all of them. The 12s anyway, are the way to go, but those are... No, those are the 12s. They were like the one 280 seconds. But these little classified ads about mini, mini bikes bike kits. like 1995. Yeah, you bought a kit for $9. You know, like, I'd have to work for 20 weeks to, to make 20 bucks. But anyway, <laughs> um, see those ads see those magazines and the magazines I was reading because we were so poor we didn't even know pizza came with more than one topping yeah, um, there you, go. you know I'd get these magazines I'd find them in the woods I'd like steal them at uh, the, the newsstand and, uh, on Spring Street in Williamstown, Massachusetts but you know somehow I'd get this magazine in my hand and in the back I could I could buy a mini bike for 20 bucks and um, I could travel the world <laughs> I can leave this place oh my goodness I mean for me because I lived in a small town, and it was I, your way out, baby. There was one road in and one road out, which meant that in the backyard of everybody who lived there, it was a trail. No, we had we had like, um, well, you know, just this great public space that you could uh, be free, man. Right, be Bikes, free, right? and you know, we all rode our bicycles up into the woods there. The rich the kids trip. had many bikes, right? Yeah. The rich kids did, and um, <laughs> you weren't rich, right? You had a big family. Joe, I didn't know. Hey, who's this guy? Hey, this is the man. This is the, this is the man behind the machine right here. Say hi to Aaron. Aaron? Yes. What's he's, going on? He's a steam up and cover. Come on, come on and say hi to Joe. <laughs> hi, Aaron. Thanks for doing a great job. Peter, do me a favor. At the end of the show, I'd like you to take a work at some of his handiwork. Uh, he had a little drop in. Uh, logo as well as he was the audio. Nice. Oh yeah, he's so he's a classic overachiever. Sad Good to be job, here. buddy. Thanks, Aaron. Got to get you Skittles next time. I, <laughs> I, I, I didn't do a good job on the Skittle delivery. So, uh, listen, I'm one of. Well, we were in a, a small family. I'm one of seven, and um, you weren't buying many bikes for every well, seven we kids, right? Come on, please. And you know the cool thing about being in a family of seven, and I have an older brother. You inherit all their bad shoes and their figure skates and yeah, all of that stuff. You had a lot of girls in the family too, right? You had to get those female <laughs> yes. skates. It's just tough. So, uh, yeah, it's tough. It's tough to play <laughs> hockey. Just get the white ones. But, and you know, yeah. Level on, blades. Yeah. So you were... And listen, a, a brown crayon will only go so far on a white <laughs> crayon figure skates. But 
my brother, who's much better looking than I am. Older? He's older. He's much older. All right. <laughs> he's a lot of muches. Older, <laughs> better looking, smarter. Did he get you a mini bike? No, well, he didn't get me a mini bike. He got himself a mini bike. Oh. Okay, so right. then. I like him already then. Okay, Hold well, on. you know, when he graduates to the white Impala convertible. You get the mini bike? I get the mini bike. Bullshit, right? Okay. Didn't happen? No, I did. Oh, good. So now it's right in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you say thank you or is it? Well, no. All right. Uh, but you know, there's a <laughs> can of gasoline. Yeah, hell yeah, a little oil That somewhere. my dad uses for, for the lawnmower. It's better in there. You didn't even check oil, did you? Oh, no. Put the gas in there. Fired it up. It's awesome. Did you start it? it what happened? Did you, you know what? Did you, you fall off? You take the spark plug off the top. Oh, you put a little oil in there once in a while? A little miracle no, wood? Not a little oil. You put a little gasoline in you there. Put your, and you put No. And listen, you, and then you, you put the gasoline onto the spark plugs, put the spark plug back in. Yeah, you dry the spark plug on. first. Dry okay, it. the black cord that goes to the spark plug, and then you blow blow all the okay. gasoline off the. Yeah. Right, that's it right there. I love it. Except that cord's red. So. Hey, this is. What are you talking about? Okay, so. Then you put the cord back on like this. There's gasoline. Hey, why is like, that? It's a Howard Stern microphone. Hello. There's gasoline like dripping down here, but it's cool because you just go like this. No, you blow it off. Did you ever know how to work this properly? Did you know what you were doing when you were going to the right or the left? You were, did you Joe. know? Just, Joe. Just, you didn't do the trick. <laughs> I'm trying to start this, this thing. Hey, so, it's vintage. Don't try to start that. So, um, <laughs> so you took the bike out. So, yeah. Fired up, you got gasoline under the spark plug. You're off, man. Yeah, you're just like, did you smoke at the time? Did you fire one up? Like, no. All right, did you, wear, did you get like um, another but jacket? You know, that, you know that Tracy Chapman, You Got a Fast Car song? You that got is a fast here. car. Yeah, it's got a ticket to yeah. anywhere yeah. or whatever it is. So come out of here. That is, when you're eight years old. Yeah, it was, that was your you ticket. Your cool. older brother's mini bike. <laughs> that is. So I used to, I would ride mine anytime. Like it could rain, it's like I could give two shits. I oh, got on that bike. Ever been one on the snow? Yeah. Have you been on, you on a got, frozen lake? No. On a mini bike? No. Yeah. So, so the mini bikes, they were the biggest things to those of us who grew up at the time. And now it's Groms. And now it's UTVs. And now it's $100,000 buggies. I talked to Tim today. Oh, please. Yeah. Well, Tim is not eight years old. Okay. No, but he's he's a part of a big segment of guys that will spend hundred thousand oh, dollars now sure. on the UTV. Listen, listen, I'm still talking about. I'm eight years old. I'm riding my mini bike up Stonehill Road. <laughs> it. Uh, How'd you remember that? Just <laughs> behind my house. How beautiful is that? Was we could. I could. My my cousin. Was it a summer fling with this mini bike? No, no, it was. A years or years? It was years. It was years. And, and you know, I have really, no idea that it brought you... in all of my friends and, and relatives from. They wanted to ride. I lived in Williamstown. I had my dear cousin Fred, Fred Windover, lived in South Williamstown, and he thought enough of me to ride his mini bike from South Williamstown over Stone Hill on Stonehill Road, which was a dirt road, 
You guys all travel the down the road there. Down through what we call the pond. All right. Down Saban Drive. No relation to Jay Saban. Jay, how you doing, buddy? Um, down Saban Drive, past the uh, Clark Art Institute, largest um, collection of French Impressionist paintings in North America at the time. Yeah, it's big with our guys. Um, it's <laughs> crazy. Well, you know, guys. Hey, next time you have Stonehill Road, but you may be like So, anyway, time. he'd show up in my backyard, he'd have that twinkle in his eye, he'd whistle. The whistle. Let's go. Were you waiting? And like a little uh, puppy oh before? my goodness! So how did you know? Because it was a long like, distance call for him to call me from South Williamstown. Because there was like, no phone. No one could text you and say, "Jump!" So I'd wait there, and how cool was that? And we take off through the backyard, through a private school, Pine Cobble School. I think it's the town library or dump now. But anyway, it's uh, we go through there, up Saban. You're on the back of this mini bike, or you're I'm, together? No, I'm like, on the back. Oh God! Oh, it was really? awesome. Well, that was my introduction. But all right, I'll you give know, you that, but not twice. Oh my goodness, it was great. Um, and really, that that started me off on mechanics, right? Begging, borrowing, stealing, whatever it took to get a mini bike. Yeah. And your parents wanted any part of it? Hell no, right? Maybe, well, maybe your dad. They I know your dad. They didn't Donnie. say no. They let me do it. Well, they had maybe gone through enough with every, all the other kids, but so you know. So I get these hand-me-downs for my brother, who's pretty cool buying cool stuff. I get his mo his motorcycle, his moped, his yeah, mini bike. It was awesome, and so it was like a solid frame, no no working rigid, suspension, yeah, rigid frame. They call them right. You know, probably a Bridge and Stratton yeah, engine. Sure, um, right? Because that's what it was. Either Briggs or Stratton or Tecumseh. Yeah. Pull starter. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, and, and, and did yours run often, or did you find yourself working on it most of the time? Or trying to get it started? That was no, that was half of it. You know, really, when you're a kid that age, and you you've got a mini stuff. bike. You break it. Well, you break it. It doesn't run, whatever. But you'll stay up yeah. for three days straight to get it running. We actually talked about that. It was like part of the fun was just the fact that, you know, you'd all show up, and maybe two out of the three would run, mm -hmm. but inevitably one out of the yeah, four. Yeah, but, you know, I, I always found that you take the spark plug off and you dump gasoline. You're big on, on that, it. huh? That's the cure all. It's kind of like the what do they call that? The uh, neosporin of uh, yeah, injuries. It's kind of like the first right. aid. Well, uh, you know what? I knew that. I, I knew you had it. <laughs> I knew that. I knew that you were a mini bike guy. You know, down. I I was good. Um, I never chipped a tooth. I never got hurt. You never bought a bigger bike. Like you never went to a full size oh, no, motorcycle. I went, to, I went to bigger bigger bikes. You and, rode them, but did you buy them? Well. I mean, I know like you've ridden <laughs> some did. of mine, for example. No one gave them to me. Well, I you mean, rode some of mine. That's what no, I say. I, no, I no, 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 or... no. I had, a, I had a motorcycle all through college. Hmm. Um, wow. wow, that's good. Uh, in Boston. And, um, you know, what the, the point is, I always knew my limits. I never got yeah. crazy. Mm -hmm. And there was a guy in our town who could do a wheelie for like four miles. It's crazy. I had, had one. long hair. Ziggy was my guy. He was, and you know. My guy had no teeth. Like, He'd be like walking to school, and he'd like do a wheelie. And also, Peter, that same guy, Ziggy, who did the wheelies. He was the guy that did the endless burnouts. And you hear the story, oh, what happened? Well, I tried to beat the train on the train tracks. Oh, Ziggy didn't quite make it that time. I did a hell of a wheelie. Now we all, yeah, no, I wasn't so, that guy either. I wouldn't go crazy. So I was, you know, I always thought I'd get arrested. because You knew you were going to get arrested. Well, but we weren't on like a street or anything, but we were on a dirt road and it wasn't our my dad didn't own that road so 
I always thought that I was running from the cops. No. And um, well, you may have never, been poor, but you were hanging out in rich people's backyards. If you had like a back area with grass, most I never, of ours. Well, you know that that I was never a, got arrested for. Oh, I never got arrested no, in yeah. this country, but um, <laughs> for uh, for riding a, a mini bike or a motorcycle, and because um, I was thing. always just very laid back, just. Well, look, they, they never got, uh, you know, never got too crazy because well, what were they nobody wants do? to get arrested. The worst they would do is take away your mini bike. So, you know, that was, that's the worst part. Well, of it wasn't know. my mini bike. It was my brother. So, <laughs> um, you know, it just, but you know, who wants to go through that hassle? So, you know, I've got really fond memories of, uh, yeah. riding mini bikes. Well, like I, I, I think it, it's true for all of us that that's what gets us started with our love for cars too, because whether it's a spark plug to a battery well, or that's, that's exactly know? the point. Um, it is something that a launching that pad or, you know, young people get involved in and then it turns into a passion, not just for mini bikes, but for motorcycles and cool cars and personalization. And, uh, it really is that first step for a lot of us. Yeah. Probably before that it's hot wheels or, you know, some oh, other you're right. cool thing. I bet it is hot wheels. But, uh, you know. How cool or Tonka it? trucks? Yeah. Those, those are the ones, for, right? For all, well, I, you know, they're expensive, but it's. But, um, but it was unlike the none of those, including the Hot Wheels, really could give you that feel when you fired that when you pulled that Briggs and Stratton. Peter, you knew that was magic sure. when you fired that up. Hey, Joe. So who are we going to give a few shout outs to? Well, who do we got? A couple things. I'd we like you to stick around and and actually. Well, let's uh, give a shout out. Let's let's give a we break, go ahead. Let's, let's, well, let's give a shout out to Jim Savas. Well, I heard you on the phone with him today. In fact, you were a busy beaver there today. You had yeah. uh, uh, Chad from Bank Shift. Oh, yeah. Cool the the other day he? you were there. You know, he's living the life. <laughs> you know, he's, he was like, hey, he's like the modern day Gray Baskerville, isn't well, he? Well, listen, he was like, hey, Doesn't Peter, he I remember being with you on the Hot Rod Power Tour. I was like, okay. Yes, Thad, we, no, you did like, it well. No, no, not Chad. That. Chad. Okay, well. No, you know. But you're, he was you're like, yeah, he said, Peter. I you remember. He came up to me and you said, uh, Hey, what do you say about uh, having your uh, your station wagon at the SEMA show? I remember that. That was. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm talking to Chad, and I'm like, that started his, those guys I off like, with Chad, the I national bank shift. I mean, they're huge. Yeah, they're huge, and uh, yeah. it was cool to to connect with him and see him working with my colleague Della Domingo. Um, no, how good! I saw him to there. have him in the office because. Uh, you know, he's part of the fabric of this industry. He uh, He's a perfect thumbnail, right? He's a guy oh, he's that great. would do it. Self-made. And, and he would uh, do it if he would lose money each <laughs> each post. If you so, go to the blog, in fact, it's I'm glad you brought him up because um, you do a nice job always of introducing me to people. And you, like me many times, are so anxious to make sure everybody knows each other that I'll introduce people to others that they've known longer than oh, me. Please, so yeah. so that happened to us today, and it was good to see him. And he said, Sebergandio, dude, I thought of you the other night. It's like... Uh, <laughs> what time? <laughs> I thought he did Iron Night, dude, because you know we just uploaded a bunch of cool photos from a mini bike event, and I jumped in and said, "We're in Texas," because you know those guys have been riding out there in Texas around the trail. He goes, "No, oh, I've seen I've seen Max Grundy, and uh, you know I don't know if Ed Tilrock was out there or not, but I know Max is posting about he's suiting up and we're like we're getting ready for the vintage <laughs> mini bike uh, <laughs> races. It's like Max." <laughs> Can you imagine Max Grundy on a mini bike? 
This guy's like huge. His beard. No, he's was, like eight feet tall. Yeah. I mean, come on, Max. Well, but, you know, I wanted to bring him up. Uh, uh, you keep doing it. That's great. You're sending, giving me these big softballs to hit. Uh, Max Grundy, um, uh, you've worked with all those guys. Uh, I've got some nice opportunities for folks to check out visually. We've got some photos that we're going to upload. You'll be able to see them on YouTube. Uh, you know, Chip Foos and working with Ryan and working with uh, a lot of guys that may have had a spotlight way before they got around SEMA, but when they came into SEMA, boy, that really worked for all of us. You, you've been in there from the beginning working with these guys, and, and that's so cool. And, and Max is one of the current examples of guys that have kind of come into that situation. Here's a guy that has he's – a, he's a hot rodder. He's a, he's a, he's a really a world-renowned style artist. But I didn't know about him, like I'm sure many Joe, people. But I, feel now, like, I feel like the Forrest Gump of the automotive industry – you know, I feel like I'm this guy who, you know, is here for whatever path, whatever reason I'm here, but it's not because I'm a race car driver. It's or not like I'm trying to get your car in a magazine. Well, or car no. builder. I've never had a car in a magazine. Um, you had that chance one time, but. Well, no. It have been the know, first Volvo I'm, and Hot I'm Rod, really, so you probably wouldn't have gone. Yeah. I'm, really, I'm really fortunate to be a part of this crazy cool industry your air traffic control and i'm, you know, I'm a part of it your, your air traffic i get control. to work for people that really care about something that uh, is important they're passionate about it and times 10 and they're, they're this industry of like who who's the coolest person in high school it's a guy who has a car yeah it's right? a girl who has a car yeah, Steve who's, the, who's the coolest one who has a car well yeah. I work with people who, 90% of them, they were the first ones in high school to have a car. And they turned that passion for their car and performance into a career, into a business. And their businesses employ millions of people, not only in this country, but around the world. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm a part of that. I got to work for some great magazines with great people like you. And um, we're still here, man. We're still yeah. doing this cool thing, and you know the the mini bike for a lot of us was that first step from playing with Hot Wheels to really doing something amazing. Yeah, that's why I said um, that first time where you you got yeah. on it or you felt it. I, mean, I, I feel yeah. the same way, Peter. You know, look at I'm looking I'm looking at this. <laughs> Dave Freiberger. I mean, when did we meet Dave? It's a long time, man. Dave was working for Jacobs Electronics, I think, out of yeah, Texas. Yeah, he was working for Anita Matthews. It's Anita <laughs> again, Peter. Steve Arndt. God bless you know? the, Steve Arndt. <laughs> hey, Steve, what's happening with Jacobs? They run, I don't know. It's, it's, it's Anita, Anita again. again. No, uh, God rest her soul. It probably is, too. That guy used to freaking chain smoke Marlboros. Steve Arndt, if you're still watching us, and if you're in sad enough shape where you're watching this, dude, we love you. Yeah, David Freiberger, him like us, uh, yeah, uh, 80s, mid-80s, we met David. He was over there. How he, um, thank God, however, he found Peterson Publishing Company. Because he is, um, you know, I, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves with him either, but my God, I can't even, you touch that thing, it, it literally is on fire with, with the things yeah, he's doing. No, he's, and he's always been there for us, you know? Well, you know, he's, and listen, it's, uh, sure. He's, he's just another example, isn't it? Just, he's passionate, it's in his blood, um, but he's also a genius. Yes, and, I saw uh, what he did with our <laughs> mini bike video. Three million yeah, views, on. Peter. Mini bike mayhem. Listen. Freiberger's a genius, and to be able to um, to be here with you, who 
who works with Dave day in and day out, but uh, to have been privileged enough to uh, work with him in the magazine business. Well, how about um, to see him on fire now, where well, everybody's like... Also to, to see him at SEMA, our annual trade show, where he's working the show, he's participating in uh, things like Battle of the Builders. He did a great job on oh, that. I saw that on Velocity. That's still running, incidentally. It's still the show runs. Oh, sure. The show will run through. Will it run through the SEMA show? It'll all yeah. through the summer. If you haven't all checked the out summer, the SEMA show, you got to check it out on Velocity. But, you know, Sorry, Dave Freiberger is um, he's one of these people that uh, that populate this industry and and energize this industry. Man, he's a yeah. he's a phenomena. And he's and, another uh, example of a guy who would do it. And pay to do it, and, sure. and thank God now he's 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 and and, and and thanks to ten for giving him you know in within a corporate environment it's really tough to you, you may be like you and I've been publishers or you've been way beyond that uh, you've launched magazines I've I've been a I've been a subscriber I've been a yeah my <laughs> my prescription done run out Pete uh, so, but we all know that a title is one thing but actually be the guy up there every month at eleven o'clock at night. On the thirtieth, making sure every dot is dotted and every photo is at the right side, and ma- closing every, magazines. Every I is dotted, and every yeah, T that is too. crossed. You know, but that's no, the guy. He's, he's, come on, and th- that's that's this industry is full of magic. They didn't get paid like a lot that. of money, those guys. Oh, either. he's killing it. Come no, on. they have didn't. Many, they didn't. How many cars does he have? He's got. <laughs> 300 cars. So we all Hello? used to remember we used to jokes like, "What's he doing with all those cars over there?" It's like little did we know. <laughs> Right, all those cars used buying for twelve hundred dollars on Craigslist, and fifty grand. I was lucky enough because I got the fifty-one, the fleet yeah, line. Well, I don't know. Yeah, we got. I a, did. You got well, look, you. I uh, did. He's a good friend of yours. Maybe you can. Maybe you can parlay. It. I've got. I want you to. Um, how are we doing on time, Emmanuel? We're at uh, thirty-five minutes right now. Oh, good. So we, we we've got some time. Uh, at some point, Peter, here's what I'd like to do. I, I love I love the fact that we can wing all this because there's there's far from a structure here. But I was excited about and and I've even mentioned it in the other show that the power sports section at the SEMA show is kind of like an end for us little mini bike weirdos. You know, to me it was always it's like well, you used to be nice enough to let me bring one in and I'd cart it around the show office and you know I just I just wanted to have a slow. But if you look back at the magazines, Motor Trend, Hot Rod, Car Craft, Rod and Custom. If you look at any of the old magazines, many of which I'm, I know you, you've looked at, many of the photographers all had a companion mini bike. Guys like Eric Rickman, guys like Gray Baskerfield. If you look Baskerville. back, Baskerville, Baskerville, yeah. you know. You said, didn't he say Baskerfield? No. Yeah, well, if, he did. See, well, he's always supposed back. to say it's yes. Baskerfield. Gray, well, I, Gray, I think who I spent met... the majority of his life like four miles from here. Right, a neighbor. I don't think he'd, he'd appreciate Baskerfield. Well, if it was Baskerfield. Um, I apologize. Gray Baskerville. Mini bikes were right alongside them. You know, and they, when I see him in the well, magazine know, now, I used to say to David, say, hey, Dave, do you remember Gray this? Would, Gray would probably drive them. Ride them. Drive them out at uh, Bonneville. He, that's where, that's where the photos were. You're exactly right. You know? That's where the photos were. Sure, and and manufacturers you know, had Bonneville them. Bonneville soft flats in Wendo- Wendover, Utah. Um, you know, it's. Yeah. You think El Mirage is big? Bonneville? Yeah. How about Freiburger is a member of the 200-mile club on yeah. that? Like twice? Ooh, I wouldn't go 200 miles an hour. It's like, you know, but you were aware of that because was a big part of it. The weather's really been an issue there with the rain. Well, there's there's a lot of issues with the salt flats. And what's great is You've done a lot to help it out. Thank you. 
Well, there's a lot of enthusiasts that have gotten together who are protecting the, this heritage. And, um, well, you know, this so. is something where that, that I think Bonneville, if it could, could claim a big portion of um, inspiring millions of people and generating hundreds of millions of dollars over the, the last five decades uh, for this industry. And so to let something like that go away... Yeah, it's not going to happen. Um, you know, is is tragic, and yeah. it needs to be protected. And really, it's a good segue to what's going on in this industry with um, with the RPM Act, which is... Um, yes, we've been uh, making that... We've been banging that gong. You know, it's... Uh, it's amazing, and for me personally, to to be this close and see how the EPA um, included some language that impacts this industry. Um, Can you catch some of the folks up who may not be familiar with RPM, please? Well, Just you know, there there had been, and it's that chapter has has turned, but there had been some language in a law that would essentially outlaw your ability to convert a a vehicle with a VIN number. Any vehicle with a VIN number. Okay. Any vehicle that is certified. My 51 Chevy. To, to, well, you know, I'm, does it have a VIN? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, so any vehicle that um, is certified to, to be on the road, if you convert it to a race car, if you and you do things that take it out of compliance... Yeah, modify the chassis or swap the engine, or, or you know, it's it's a has more more to do with and everything to do with um, emissions. But if you change the certified status of that vehicle for racing, and you only race it, you trailer it to a racetrack, you know, you're could it be an air filter? Well, no. Okay, just um, curious, you know, because in most cases, I don't I, yeah. I don't know of an air filter that changes. Your, the emission certification of a, of a motor vehicle. But if you do headers, Exhaust, for example. Yeah. For example, a catback um, system or something. Just for the track, you're breaking the law. And um, that, that was the issue for the last couple of months. And uh, that language has actually been removed. But, um, but the, the government agency that is that is working on this now claims that they have authority to regulate vehicles that just go on racetracks. Vehicles that just go on racetracks. Um, no. That's not our understanding. And so we want to work and enlist everybody to, uh, to help us protect our ability to race with the with the accessories and with the performance mods and the safety mods yes. that uh the car that the parts that improve the vehicles that this handling, industry, right? um, provides we want to protect that right to be able to to do that and so that's what the rpm act is all about and there's a lot of ways that you everyone can get involved contacting their lawmakers and just letting them know that we understand the difference between road and track, okay. and uh, this is about track use, and uh, we should be able to innovate. We should be able to push the limits 
in a controlled, safe environment on a racetrack. To enhance the performance you know, and the because, handling listen, and, and there's, the safety. There's been a lot of uh, um, accessories that have enhanced the safety yes. and performance and efficiency of vehicles. We demand it, Peter. And so, you know, it's, it's just one of those things that's worth protecting. And uh, for all of yes. us who are a part of this and who understand it, we all have an obligation to to make our voice heard. Yes. And, Thank you uh, for leading that pact. I, I don't have anywhere near, I think it's me and the few guys that are in the garage here, but I share that immediately. And I noticed a lot of guys that are within my little circle of friends on Facebook, they all shared that with a little note encouraging folks. Uh, there may still be some folks that aren't aware of it, and that's well, why I wanted to make you know, them. There's, there are a lot of people who haven't... Uh, St- made a stand or maybe well, they submit. haven't they haven't written that letter how easy is it peter yeah, what do you do you send an email right it's an email sema.org slash is, is there like a RPM. title they should probably put on there on the subject no it it we've we've got a, a template that does all that for you but oh, really what you do is you go there sema.org slash rpm slash rpm and you uh you have access to this technology that'll find the lawmakers in your area in your, vicinity and um yeah and you fill out a little a little form and it fires it off to them many and, of the guys uh, that uh heaven forbid you call them up and you say hey i'd like to meet with you and, and talk to you about what uh what my my access to racing and my access to yeah, personalization me. on the track what that means to me if you have a business or if you're passionate about it it you know they work for us and we're really grateful for the support right. that um, our government has had to this outreach and this voice that our industry has because they have heard us. Yeah. And they're listening to us. Many of them are performance uh, hot rod oh, guys sure. too, right? And now's, now's the time to talk and to carry that message to them because um, the overwhelming majority of them, believe it or not, are listening and will do the right thing if enough of us just articulate, just Explain to them. That's our style too. What's going on? We're, we're not so. a loud, argumentative group. We're, we're, we, there's a lot of coolness to us. There's a lot of history to us. This is a genuine thing that we've got going on with this aftermarket, and we're not maybe uh, what could be looked at as a stereotypical hot rodder. It, you, you know the fact that many of the guys that are into some of the cool things that we are car wise, they're pretty, they're pretty cool people. They're pretty pretty strong people. So, uh, thanks for sharing that because. Um, I would not have had that in a little docket of things to talk about, and I think that's probably one of the most important things we could have hey, talked but, about. You know, I just want to want—I I want to know, and I, I'm sure all the all the viewers are. Well, that's only the three are, of they're, us. They're wondering. Yeah, but it's the two of us. How come you got the cooler microphone? I actually, I tell Emmanuel, no, say, listen, "Look, uh, it's, when it's the same microphone. when the no, guests come, come on, when the when the guests come." Uh, particularly when the guests, <laughs> right. particularly if it's Jake or Peter, please give what? them the best. Of What's everything. going on, Joe? Look, I'll, we'll swap. What we'll swap seats. Hey, look, you got the gloves. So uh, you have you've let me come in to. Is this thing on? Uh, is this thing? Did you get a CRC uh, bottle opener? Thank you. All right. Anybody see if it's right in the pocket? Oh, very good. There's an application. That's oh, cool. So uh, I would like to bring some of these cool mini bikes. Peter, look at look over there. Look over here. Look at this. Look at this chopper. Look at the chopper behind you. Look at these engines with Kickstarter. Are you saying goodbye to me? Is that no, 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 no. I'm, I'm telling you really why I want you uh, here too. Is I'd, I'd like to like kiss a little ass here because I'd like to I'd like SEMA to be a place where maybe we could have more than me rolling up with my little mini bike and sticking in the show office. 
I hope that within the power sports section, I know it's inside in the upper south hall, and it's is, what what's up with that leopard jacket up there? <laughs> that now, is the that? that's the Pimp and Ho 2010. Uh, Are you trying to steal the? Now give you give no, one for the gift. These lights are killing me. That's not a light. That's like the flashlight off my cell phone. That's pretty good. No, it's warm. You're trying. There was like a bait and switch. You no, did the. No, you no, did no, the. No. I, yeah, you tried to that's get not, me on I, the crib jacket. Diane and I just bought a rug that looks it's like just I'm like from that. New York. He's trying to. Uh, I actually had one. For, so, so Tim's suggestion was to take that. Would you please put it on the table? He, he wants me to put this Emmanuel. Wrap it around, Jake. Maybe you can help. Show him the tin, please. Show him the tin. What tin? The one that you stole. Thank you. Can we wrap that around the propane tank on the front of my trailer? Sure. And get rid of that blue rhino decal. Imagine that blue rhino decal on the propane tank looks how so much, How much did Tim pay to have this done for you? This, I'm sure, was probably like $2.18 no, for him. Please. For him. No. Ask the next question. That's what he paid for it. Ask what I paid for it. <laughs> that's what I did ask. Well, that's why he's in the Bahamas right now. Uh, and I ordered way too many of them, but he does have a good idea. Uh, you can keep the roadkill. Peter, within the power sports section there, which I understand now even there's even less of an opportunity for me because now you've got people doing more things there. There was a time where I actually could have gotten in power sports. Now there's no room. But mini bikes, they don't sell kits. There used to be a 200 people selling kits. Now there's maybe one or two. Joe from Taco, you know. There's maybe one other company, uh, Little Indian. Other than that, all the 200, Peter just got down to two. So maybe guys like me and Jake could get into the manufacturing Joe, business. Come on. Right? The, the SEMA show. And if I wanted to do listen, that. The SEMA show is the largest annual gathering of small business in America. It's the largest annual gathering of small business. We're small business, right, come on. Jake? That's right. It's so, us. We're, the, we're small. The show is about. It's not just for the big guys? No. Can I get in? Can we sell small our mini business, bike kits there? Small business is in our DNA. We're um, all right we really then. Have been built by and certainly have an obligation to helping small businesses stay in business year after year after year. They got and life. This this marketplace that's represented by the SEMA show is all about guys like you. Good guys that come in that have big ideas that they're passionate about that uh, they want to bring them to market and so. By all means, um, you shouldn't be overwhelmed by the cumulative size of the show. Yeah, because um, yeah. it's not about that. Right. The show is occupied one ten by ten booth at a time. You mentioned the show in, in Dodger Stadium, right? Sure. Who was there? Edelbrock and Iskadarian. Many of these guys are still at the show, right? You know, Hooker and Holly and Wyand. These guys that started off under that stadium, if you go to Las Vegas now, 2016, they're still going to be there. You've seen it enough times where if you, you put the effort in, you'll be successful in this industry. And, I, and I, that's why I felt about the mini bikes. Like I look at the mini bikes, there's two pieces to it, Peter. There's a, there's a frame and a neck. It's like, well, there's a lot of folks that do that in our industry already. Maybe an exhaust company, for example, who are bending tubes. G and engine, there's four bolts to plug it in. Many of our companies that exhibit at the show have engines, seats, shocks, brakes, grips, cables. Tires. It's all right. Same yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. So, so I know that there is a risk, and, and, and every, no one wants a risk nowadays, but gee, if you sell anything that, that I guess could put something in motion, there's a little bit of a risk. I'm down with that. You know, I, 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 I feel it. 
And that's the passion that, that drives most of the companies there. We've got that. So in that power sports section, I, some of the time I've, I've been lucky enough to be a part of it. What's it been there? Five years now? Six years? Power sports? Oh, sure. Okay. Uh, it's like I knew it because of the Grom, right? Or because of the new Polaris UTVs or many of the other Hondas or Arctic Cats, right? Yeah. So you, now you've got it going. In fact, we brought up Arctic Cat. What are they doing at the show this year? They, you know, it's awesome. Not only are they participating with a formal booth, but... Um, that's like, they, that, what's the formal well, booth? Well, a formal booth at a trade show is uh, an area where you've got products on display, but basically it's, it's that meeting point where you're doing business with a buyer. Yeah, unlike and, a consumer show, right? It's not a buyer that buys one at a time. A <laughs> buyer that buys <laughs> container loads at a time. That's yes. a buyer. <laughs> and that's what separates a trade show from a consumer show. Got it. Both of them are are very, very important to the, the ecology and the commerce of the industry. But um, I do trade shows. And uh, I'm all about connecting manufacturers with buyers, trade buyers, and um, working with media to um, let the buyers know, right? Well, put let the world know sure. about all the great products from the industry and uh, all the the cool stuff that is coming through the pipeline. So, when you've got a company like Arcticat that is that's a blue chip company, huge, and they're the a leader industry. in that industry. Sure. Oh yeah. And uh, they've got. They a also, booth. excuse me, they also made really cool mini bikes. Sure. They, the, the, with the leopard seats. The, anyways. So, so you know they're they're supporting the show um, with a traditional booth. Yeah. But uh, they've also bought into the notion of um, how important an interactive trade show is to uh, to the industry. And uh, they're they're going to be doing some uh, butts in the seats. You get some ride and drive. Sure. Oh, there you they're, go. You know, it's and, nice. And I've got Bud Brutzman who's uh, working with us on this, and uh, you know, he's got big ideas. He's you know building ponds that sure. these vehicles can drive through and jumps and all kinds of crazy stuff. You're and, talking about the Baja uh, experience of uh, the score off road sure, deal. The score yeah. Baja 1000 experience at the SEMA show where they do the qualifying for the big race in Mexico. It takes place in Las Vegas. You can come out and see it. You can and, come in and see it literally for free. You don't have to go to Ensenada anymore to see the qualifying. You just go to Las Vegas. You and, do uh, both. Well, you can do both. Yeah, I'm a little and bit too old, dude. But. Well, but, you know, it's uh, it's really cool to, uh, to see that stuff. Oh, it's such a natural fit, Peter. Good shot. Um, we had, uh, like I said, we had uh, one of the one of the re comments we got back from the show last week was, uh, "Good show, uh, Mad Crickets in the background." <laughs> Thanks for that. Your I got one. Your t-shirts in the mail. No, no, no. It, it's all starting to happen. You know, come on. It used to be cars out. It used to be trucks on blacktop. Now there's, uh, you know, Mike Sky Ranch is, uh, you know, uh, brought back to life out there, and there's trucks jumping over, uh, you know, twenty foot. Mountains and it's it's just dynamic. Uh, it, it's dynamic. It's going out there. So to have an Arctic Cat ride and drives oh, on sure. there, uh, no, I'm going to go out there. In fact, um, well, look, uh, we're going to take. How are we doing on time now? Exactly one hour. Oh, uh, great. So uh, here's what we're going to do. Uh, Linda made some sausage rolls. So get in there and get a little bite. Oh, I'm going to take Joe. care of a little business here. I'm going to have Jake join me in a little bit, and uh, I've got a couple more things I want to talk to you before you leave. If can you stick around, maybe and come back before? Oh, yeah. Well, right, it depends. Good. 
Well, I'll make it light. Uh, Peter, really what it has to do is how some of these guys who are into the mini bike world, many of them are young guys. Mm. You know, they really are. Uh, and many of them are old, and I'm an example of that. But if you look at the Grom, maybe compared to the old mini bike, the Grom attracts a different guy, Peter. He's a guy that could be, um, you know, he's like, uh, <laughs> how old is Brian? Like, Brian, although he's a bad example. He's, a, he's an old bastard. But guys in their 20s and 30s, Peter, this is it to him. Sure. And these are guys that are really kind of finding you know, their Sonny, way. Sonny, yeah, Sonny over at SEMA. I'll mention his. Yeah, Sonny's a big guy uh, in in that world. He loves it. But many of these guys are young. Yeah, they're hey, Joe. The yeah, uh, Joe's mini bike reunion. Yeah, is Saturday, October first. It is this year. It right? is. Will you come? Yeah, I know you haven't had a chance to make it yet. I, I feel like I've been to every one, but you, uh, you're the reason why I got it started. Actually, you know, but um, uh, is it still here in La Crescenta? It is, but these guys know all that. Uh, uh, that's really why I wanted you to come back, because I want to talk about some of the things okay, that I'll you've done back. yeah, that, that have helped me out, but I also want to let these guys know how they may be able to find a path in our automotive aftermarket and maybe some tips that you've got. Okay. Yeah, good. So thanks. You can take off your headphones there. We're going to take a quick little time out. Those of you guys who may be watching on Periscope, I doubt if you are, but if you are, thank you. And uh, we're going to be back not only with uh, Jake Moe, that's going to be fun, but we'll also see if we can get Peter back for a few more minutes before we close out episode number three, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. Thank you for doing whatever you're doing. <laughs> Show. I love that. Who is that? That's Aaron. That's Emmanuel's uh, junior. Uh, you'll see him at all of the shows setting up. In fact, he probably put all this stuff out helping his dad. He's the coolest cat. He lives across the street. And um, we will be finding him a mini bike. And it's going to be the... what's the, What color is the blue for scleroderma? It's a teal green. All right. So we got to think teal. I know you're a raw guy. But uh, thanks for pointing that out. I told Emmanuel when I first saw that. It's like, shit, that was worth doing this whole thing just to hear that. It's the perfect touch. Oh, it it's is. Good. It is. It is. It is. And hey, thanks for popping back over. How was the sausage roll? Awesome. Amazing. I <laughs> ate enough. Christ. Yeah. I made the mistake of you asking Go back if you for want. seconds. <laughs> seconds. Um, yeah, Jake, thanks for rolling over. Um, hey, before we start, last week we had a, uh, a chance where folks could ask questions. And uh, it was uh, our buddies out of uh, Central California. Uh, a little prize pack of items. And I had so much stuff that I tried to stick it in this little box. And there's like air filters and decals and patches. And I wanted to fit in. Like I couldn't even think about fitting in the Roadkill magazine. And then I started getting some cool things from uh, our sponsors. Uh, CRC, which everybody knows about because we all love that stuff. They also uh, have Stay Lube. And Stay Lube, for you old guys, you probably remember this. This is just like one of the coolest products out there. So uh, I'm, uh, I'm lucky enough to have access to some of them. So we're going to stick all this you got the well. can? Oh, yeah, we got the can as well. In fact, you've got one, yep. hopefully. I do. I've got the other one, but I keep it inside. <laughs> nice. Um, you know, it wasn't easy for them to find those old retro cans. I think yeah. you've got the, op the open one. 
Yeah, there's a price on it too. I was like, man. <laughs> how much was it? Was it, it was like a hundred bucks? I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, yeah, imagine how much the unopened one. Opened, yeah. So I need a bigger box. Uh, but Ian, brother, uh, and I, I keep loading shit in here. If I were you, like, check this out. If someone said, look, Ian, I'm going to send this thing out to you this week. Good pack. Or if I say, hey, look, Ian, I'll tell you what. There used to be this uh, program called Bozo the Clown that you used to watch, and he had this toy box. And sometimes, <laughs> you know, you give the toy box away, there'd be a couple of toys in there. Sometimes, dude, like it, it had been festering, and there'd be like 50 toys in there. Where's Where's the Ian at? Uh, Ian is uh, like Bakersfield oh, okay. Central. I think you you can meet, or you talk to him on Facebook. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Love the guy. Nice guy. So it's like, Ian, here's what you need to do, brother. It's like, wait. I'll fill up a damn... See that garbage can, Jake? You know me. We'll fill it up. <laughs> By the time I'm done, there'll be a mini bike in there. But I've got you. I'm building... I'm brewing up a, a, a gift for you. But I also uh, want to uh, say thanks to uh, Dennis Thomas. Dennis Thomas is a, uh, one of our few uh, podcast listeners and fans. And, uh, you know, Dennis is, uh, he's lucky enough because he owns his own company. So he gets to watch these long podcasts during the day at work because he's the boss, right? And he likes anything mini bike related and he likes to think of himself and rightfully so as a mini bike aficionado. So he's been watching our show and he says he likes it and he would like us to uh, add more uh, photos of mini bikes because that's really what, you know, that's, you know, when you check out mini bike shows, I don't know about you, you're waiting for the ones that you like to come up. Oh, yeah. Just like if you were like a Mustang guy when they were talking about cars or you're going through a magazine, you know. You're waiting for it. Yeah. You want to see them. Yep. So, that, so we've got to do more of that. And he also asked for me to <laughs> – I love that sign. It's like, it's like really? And he also asked uh, if we would list more websites. Yeah. <laughs> I love that vote of encouragement. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when your guests are giving you this yeah. going to sleep sign. You know what that means? They just want to get back out of the seat. Oh, yeah. See, yeah. he's a polished veteran. Um, he's going to bait me now. He's going to pretend he's leaving so I can beg him to stay. <laughs> uh, that means we're out, we're out of line. No, you, you, you got to stick around, right? All right, come on. You're stealing the guy's mic time over here, and you're going to fall through that. <laughs> Stop touching the lights. Uh, so we're um, – Dennis um, – we want to recognize you for your efforts as well. And I've got a prize package uh, that I can grow for you. It'll include some items like this Stay Lube uh, Brake Clean, as well as all the other stuff from mothers and everybody else. So I've got something coming for you as well. If you'd like to, if you're watching on Periscope now and you have a question, this would be the time to ask it because there's a good chance that you'll win something too. There used to be a time I had a radio show and I had even fewer listeners than we do now. Wow. And at one time, Jake, I offered anybody. I know it, right? It is amazing. You don't have to react like that. After three pieces of sausage roll, I get that out of you? Uh, issue word, Peter. Uh, I, um, I offered $10 to anybody who would call in that was listening to the show. I didn't probably have the money to pay. Well, the guy behind the window... <laughs> The radio producer, he's probably on the window and he's giving me the signs. And he was, I thought he was going to come out and kick my ass for doing it, but no one called <laughs> just to prove my point. So at least we know that no matter what, if something happens, we're going to be fine. This is me giving the drum solo or something over here. What's going it's on? It's a little there? off, huh? Yeah, like a. <laughs> so um, the reason you. why. What, Peter? Oh, you calling me now? Oh, who is that? Better answer. Hey, you're, you're, you're kidding me on the. We're podcasting, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what happens, you know. People get on the chair, they lighten up, they have yep. fun. That's the mini bikes, isn't it? Yep. So how'd you think it go with Peter? With Peter? Yeah. Oh, a lot of awesome stuff. Yeah. 
Just all ears with him. Just. <laughs> see what happens when you give him the Bali chicken. That's the, he, he's been in there during the break. He's been in there. Cut it off. Manual, he, he cut off our periscope. Yeah, he's 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 been prankster. He's had he's on the Bali chicken. Yeah. Look at I think my wife has too. He's calling my cell phone. Oh, guys, see, see what happens when you talk about mini bikes. But let's talk about mini bikes. Like that's going to be pretty cool. Like yeah. if I'm hanging around the, the show, I, I you know sometimes I won't get in the line. Like there's a thing called Ford out front there, where they let you do hot laps for all the cool cars. Okay. Imagine when you let, oh, I don't know, fifty thousand people know that if they if they if they have the credentials and they're appropriate, they, they meet the qualifications and they sign the release, you can test drive a, a Ford G, Mustang GT. Yeah, but I don't do that because well I'm there working. And it's like I'm too cool for that. Although I want to drive them, right? But like the ATVs, I would do that. Oh yeah, it'd be fun. Do you have one? No. The the guys you hang out with, they into them? Um, not too many people. A lot of my buddies are into the Groms and Ruckuses. Yeah. And, yeah. I have Me a too. few friends that you know they go all out with the Ruckus. Yeah. They do the like, extended man. frame. Yeah, extended frame, lowered seat. Yeah. You see the I mean, one all with kinds the, of engine parts, custom the, wheels, brakes. Dude, they're doing I mean, twin anything turbos. you can think of, yeah. Well, I was down there with Mike from Nitrous Supply. I told you, right? Uh, <laughs> I, who? Mike from Nitrous uh, Supply, oh, Mike okay. Thermos. I did that little post, Nitrous and Mini Bikes. Yeah, and that's I think, right. Yeah, you said that's ought to be good. <laughs> yep. So we, we got to go there. Definitely. We got to take the little, and he's he was we were telling stories about uh, how they used to pipe in the nitrous. Man. You know, and how, how the, the ways that they used to do it. And the ways they used to masquerade it, and how at the end of the race they just kind of toss something <laughs> out the window and put their little saint face on. But those guys were wiring those cars and anything else. So now Man. Mike, Mike Thermos, who's pretty much one of the pioneers of that segment, the nitrous, right? He's got a kid, uh, Johnny, and uh, I'm doing my mini bike show last year, and and there's Mike Thermos, the king of nitrous, at the show. So I started to think to myself, too cool. I started to think, well, that was cool of you to let him know. But I realized, well, no, I didn't do that. And, and, and he was there as well as a few other folks that we had all worked together with. And it was kind of like a homecoming. So I went up to him and said, hey, Mike, what's going on, man? Good to see you. It's like, what are you doing here? He said, oh, my son's in the minibike. It's like, wow, that's unreal. Well, thank you for coming. <laughs> and he didn't get the connection still right. that it was my show. Wow. And after the show, on the way home, I think it was his son who may have finally connected the clue that the guy that I was talking me that it was my show he and, and that so now his son's at the mini bikes and uh I went down and saw him and saw what he's up to and again it's the same thing the young kid getting started oh yeah you know yep. he, his dad's mystery and his dad's got Ferraris and vets and his son's at the mini bikes to start off yeah it's cool to watch uh them follow those steps yeah yeah, every little thing. <laughs> so you know, I've been wanting to get you over here to take this freaking golf cart home. Oh but yeah. What is it? It's not a golf cart. It's really it's, it's a, like a. It's, it's, what is it? I don't know. It's. It, well, I'll tell you what it is. It's. It's. It's really like a. It's like a Disneyland type thing. Yeah, it's like a, a slot <laughs> car almost. I used. I used to do it's donuts. Cool. Yeah, I used to do donuts out in the street. Oh wow. It's got a five horsepower overhead valve Honda. Runs pretty good. Man, I was. <laughs> that's why I want to give it away. I'm afraid I'm going to kill myself. Do you remember Emmanuel? Where was were you? Was I tormenting you at the time doing when I was riding this thing in the in the street? Do you remember that? Yeah, because I was asleep from an <laughs> <laughs> so sorry. Woke him up. Yeah. All right. So, anyways, we I had it, and it was uh, it had been left out because this was the spare. Okay. At the Disney park, in case any of the ones that were 
you know, the, the A team or the new team, if, if any of them broke, that was, and they never did because these things were known for, I was told that they're good for 10,000 hours. Dependable, yeah. Like what's hours compared to like miles? Like, like a, I would think 10,000 hours be like 100,000 miles, let's say, right? That's quite a bit. So this, Definitely. this has <laughs> 10 hours. Oh, wow. Brand new. So, yeah. And I got it from the guy that I got all these engines from. Okay. He came across, you know, it's one of those deals. Like I came across a friend, across a friend. It's like, well, I, I didn't order a cart. It was, it was left outside. So all the body was pale. It was like a mat. And uh, I wanted to put a face on it and just clean it up a little bit. And that's what I did. Uh, we made a little windshield. So, but I, I, I don't want to say anything because I don't know how open it is. And I'd like it to be a little bit of a surprise, but if it isn't, that's fine too. But I want it out. I want you to have it. I want you to get it out of here. I want you to do whatever you got to do. Uh, but I'd like this. I'd like to continue to see the stories and the escapades that this thing <laughs> does because I don't have a kid to live that through. Yeah, so I get, exactly. Now I know you. Uh, congratulations! I didn't mention this earlier. Congratulations yeah. on the new addition to the house. Oh yeah. So what's Thank that? You. All? Yep, you're welcome. <laughs> congratulations to the whole family. Yep. Um, what can you share with us? Um, don't know if it's a boy, or, boy or girl yet. Uh, probably about two weeks, two more weeks, then we find out. We're not gonna wait till the last minute, but. I want to find out as soon as possible. <laughs> yeah. So there's we'll there's see. no there's there's no downside on that. No. Right. Not at all. And imagine uh, your son having another little son to ride shotgun, or maybe oh, yeah. to have a, a nice star. Well, congratulations. Yeah. Thank and you. That's going to be cool. I'm excited. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be good. Um, and that's what it's all about, too, right? Oh yeah. So be fun. Um, you've got a couple bikes over at the garage. Yep. You've got Frankenstein, which I may have seen some posts. Maybe not. I don't know if I saw anything on there or not. I, and I haven't yeah. checked in. I've, I've been bad on that. But did, have you been wrenching? Have you been working on cars? I know that you mix a little bit of the work that you're doing on the bikes with your, your day gig. Yeah. What's it been like since the last show? Um, been pretty busy at work. We're trying to get that truck done for that show I was telling you about for next yeah. month. Yeah. Um, but I've definitely been in there working on it, you know, probably a couple times a week, something yeah. like that. Is it coming along? So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Good. I'd be surprised. You'll get it. I'm probably going to give it back to you the same day I do the Pioneer bike, like June 1st. I'll just bring them both down. Great. Finished. We were talking about like things where, like, where we're going to place the battery or yep. uh, if we were going to capture like that uh, old patina style paint. Yeah. Yeah, well, I was going to talk to you about the yeah, what are you feeling? and everything on that. What are you feeling on that? You know, you've had it enough now. Is there anything that you're leaning towards on that? Um, I know you had mentioned about doing like a patina look for the, because it's for a road roadkill thing, right? Right. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like, well, where's the book? I think I may have stole a copy of it, but whatever, you know, that that patina style, yep. that, that dull style, that roadkill style without question. Yep. Although this is the 24-hour of lemons. In fact, you ought to compete in that too, but yeah, it's fun. kind of the down and the dirty. Um, all those were cool. The old Gremlins and the old Vegas. Love those back in the day. <laughs> um, yeah, something like that because I, I think that it um, it just lends itself to that. That's not a bike to paint, yeah. especially with what we're doing with the fairing and all that. Yep. Well, uh, look, I had a chance. In fact, there was another person that we ran to during the space draw. Uh, we talked about seeing Chad from Bankshift, but Ted from Pioneer was cruising the SEMA halls yesterday. Uh, it looked as if we had like a you know the cool thing when you go to SEMA, particularly the SEMA garage, which you have to get to. You have to okay. get to the SEMA garage. I know Diamond Bar is over the other side of the hill. Mm -hmm. It's worth the trip. Okay, cool. Drop down uh, the 57, and it's literally right off the 57 and like the 60. There's a um, there's a lot going on over there, and there's, 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 everybody's coming in and out of there. It's it's kind of like a, a nice little 
portal. You never know who you're going to run into. And there's a lot of social events there too that people aren't aware of. There's there's a car show or two. Many of the things that they do extend to charities and efforts that they have. Um, Child Help, uh, Victory Junction is um, an example of one of those things where they'll have a get-together with really cool cars and all the members bring in their badass rides, you know, 1,000 horsepower, twin-turbo diesel cars like Joe brought from PPE. <laughs> it's, it's like the Batmobile when George was still with us rolls up as an example. Uh, it's good stuff, good stuff. So um, you get a chance to maybe do a little bit more of that. Cool. You get a chance to check that out. And what I was talking to Peter about was the fact that he's had a chance to like get some people started. You know, uh, and, and this mini bike deal that you're doing, it's a work of art. It's oh, good yeah. stuff. And maybe <laughs> we'll, um, we'll have a chance to do a little bit of that. And that, uh, the raw bikes, that's it. The raw bikes is it. If you haven't been to the show, you get a chance to check it out. Roll along over there and um, you're in that industry. You're building vehicles. You are a professional. So, oh, yeah. and you should bring your, your business owner there for all the reasons he said. Yep. You know, because guess who's there? Brett from Air Ride or Ride Tech. You know, yep. all the guys that are doing the shocks, the brakes, you get a chance to go up there and, and do your deal. Plus, you get to bring the bikes out. Yeah. That's what I want to see. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Excited for that. Um, next week, Charles Mini Drag Bike. Okay. It's going to be here. Awesome. So, you've had a chance to see some of the work that he does. Oh, yeah. 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 What uh, What would be of, uh, would be something you'd like to know about when we've got Charles sitting in your seat? What are, you know, would be some of the things that would be of interest from your end? Uh, I know he was talking, I think, two years ago when I was at the show, your Joe's show. Right. Um, he was talking about doing the, like, land speed, like, trying to hit 100. So I think uh, he's probably going to be the one, you know, associated with doing that. Well, because he's he's yeah. he's, he's, he's like, building the motors, right? Oh, man, yeah. So outside of the motors, like, he's going to do his job. You know he's going to build some of the nicest motors mm -hmm. out there. It's it's more than that. Oh, yeah. Right? It's in... in kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit. Yeah. Actually. So what is it? What are the other things? Um... I don't know. Maybe uh, we can get together. He can build a nice little motor. I'll build like a nice chromoly, you know, full bent, you know, nice little bike. I'm sure there's some kind of, uh, you know, regulations and specs that it has to meet. Right. But uh, I don't know. Maybe me and Charles can do a little hookup. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was hoping. Talk for to too. him a little that's bit. That's what I was and, getting uh, at. Yeah. Yeah. So he'll be, be awesome. here. He'll be here. And then I also talked to quite a few other folks. It's interesting. Once we launched the podcast, quite a few people popped up wanting to be on there. Oh, yeah. And uh, I want to have David from West Coast Mini Bikes on here. Yeah. Uh, yeah cool guy. Yeah. You know, Goose, he's, Goose still? Yeah, Goose still it? around. Yeah. So I reached out, and subsequently, many people reached out to us, which was really nice, too, for us. So we've got we've got a pretty good dance card oh, yeah. leading into the summer. I was trying to figure out with Emmanuel what we're going to do when it starts to get hot as hell out here. So uh, uh, is, you have any updates for your show? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we do. Thanks for asking about that. Uh, it looks like uh, the dyno... Uh, at a minimum, I've got my same options I had last year. I was trying to improve. So there's a company called Dynajet. Okay. They're the guys. Yeah. And I also re reached out to a place, World Racing. Uh, those folks are really into high-end Lexus and Porsche and Mercedes, high-performance. They're local out here. Craig Paisley and Chris Rado. Well, they're the dino kings for cars. That's okay. where anybody who's got anything of substance. Those, mm -hmm. So I, <laughs> I know those guys. Again, through kind of that circle Peter was talking about, all these guys have been in the industry forever, and now they're doing extremely well. And they part of their deal is you roll up there, really cool shop. I mean, it's like one of those white glove, 
but dyno is it. So I, I reached out to them and say, hey, hook me up. I, I need the I need the mini bike dyno hookup. So like a true hot rider, Paisley says, well, I think we're going to have to get our hands on one for like a month. It's like, no, I'm not. you're not taking one of these little mini bikes for a month. It'll fucking explode. But yeah. so so I'm, I'm hoping through either my outreach. Wait, they, they want to take a bike? Yeah. Yeah. Imagine y'all bringing one of your bikes. You'd never see it. You can take one. <laughs> yeah. So they, they want to just want to check it out. It's like, yeah. nah, just tell me where I can get a dyno. So I'm going to do that. Uh, all my sponsors are back, cool. which was really nice. I don't know if you remember last year, but we had pallets of brake clean lined oh, up. Yeah. And there, I had a lot of stuff that was handed out. Um, I'm talking to uh, the guys who uh, handle a lot of our novelties. And we're thinking of things that we may want to do. Everything from like flip-flops to more kids style stuff you know we had bibs and all that i don't want it to turn into be a shit show or selling <laughs> trinkets and trash but too much crazy stuff. the fact is people like it you oh, know yeah. uh I, I tried those chop towels that i have and you know i tried patches all this traditional stuff i rely on a guy tim from um well actually he's got so many companies i don't even want to pick one because he'll get pissed off but i rely on tim not only as a supplier for a lot of the things but he's he's been the spirit of so much of what we've done like the seats we did for Pioneer and the oh, seats. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh, I, he helped with the CRC bike where I said, you know, I want to do something that looks like a NASCAR, Tim. What if I did like the net on the side of the seat? He's like, why would you do it there? He goes, you know, the net's supposed to be for safety. Put it in the front of the bike. Yeah. It's on the bars. Yeah. So like I'm running around. Bike taking, cool. I like that. Well, it did, but it, like it <laughs> burst my bubble. Like I'm thinking, oh shit, I got this great idea, dude. I'm going to do the side of the seat where we do this net. And then, you know, he did, he let me even finish my stupid idea. <laughs> he just <laughs> kind of calmly said, well, you may want to put it in a place where it's actually designed. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you why that was such a cool thing for him to do, is that I put it on that bike. Remember that Simpson net? Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, you remember it. Many people do. I just invested, and I'm doing business now with Simpson, and I bought 50 of them. And they're going to add my logo to it. So at the mini bike show... Speaking of something new, I'm going to have a Joe's Mini Bike Reunion net. It's universal because, you know, you attach it with zip ties. So Simpson makes it, but it has your logo? Yes, it'll say Simpson. I'm proud that it does. Yeah, just have cool. my little branding on it as well. Yeah. Shameless self-promotion. It's awesome. I ain't doing anything. Limited shit, edition. But, yeah, there you go. Now you're really turned into a yeah. promoter. Shit, you'll be doing your own show. Um, so that's what I've got on this going new. One of the things that I got more excited about, like last year, I decided to try to give away... Um, a thousand bucks, not okay. because I wanted to give away a thousand dollars. As I look around that crowd, there's some folks that could use a thousand bucks. Maybe if they just spoiled themselves and bought a mini bike, because that's oh, yeah. all it really takes to have a badass mini bike, right? That's right. So I threw that <laughs> out there to, for folks to vie for to for the top three. It didn't friggin' matter. It was almost like they reluctantly took the money. So I'm not doing that again. But I'll use that money, for example, to get a better dyno. Or to give away more stuff in the goodie bag. Or to be able to say to guys... Amp up the excitement a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, we can't do too much because we can't ride. Right. So that's why when you tell me, I'm bringing out 10 bikes, three <laughs> that you've seen, three that you may have seen, four I know you definitely haven't friggin' seen. Like, that's a big thing for me. Oh, yeah. When Chip Foos let me grab his stupid mini bike off of his shelf and then bring it out there, that's a big thing. So little things... That's awesome. Just like mini bikes, little things are big things. <laughs> That's right. So, um, look, uh, you're going to be back around. Just like Evil Ed was kind of joining us back in as, as co-host, it's a little bit of a ride for you. 
or a little bit of a drive actually because you didn't ride. You you were driving. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you're. That's cool. Yeah, you're welcome. What else is? Uh, is there anything else going on your end? And then we'll let you get on your way back over there, uh, getting ready for baby number two. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else that maybe we hadn't talked about last week that you'd like to uh, update us on? And um, again, you've got an open door to or open garage to to roll in here anytime, Jake. Yeah, appreciate it. Um, just the uh, Thunder on the Lot. It's up there in the Antelope Valley. It's uh, June 11th and 12th, I believe. Saturday, um, Sunday. Yeah. If uh, I know it's kind of far for most of the people that you know listen to the mini bike stuff, but uh, it should be fun. I'll bring some mini bikes and stuff up there too. Um, we'll have some of the, the trucks and stuff that we've built in the shop. So, you know, good chance to kind of see everything that uh, me and Cody do. Yeah, good. So, yeah, I think that'd be I'd like fun. to meet be Cody. Thing, yeah. Maybe he can come down for the mini bike show as well yeah. sometime. That would be too. Definitely. Are there any? He, he's excited. One of the bikes is going to be his. So. Well, oh, really? Yeah. Is that one of the new ones that you're building? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, that and he'll kind of have his hand on that because he's a. Uh, you know, he's like that, but... You won't go with, like, a traditional engine on that. You'll you'll go for more of, like, one of those drag motors, or what will you do? Um, He probably wants to ride it, so... Oh, okay. The drag motors, they're, they're fun, but you can't really... Well, maybe, like, the way I'm going yeah. with that... Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. that five-horsepower? Yeah, he just wants something simple, probably, like, what's on Frankenstein. Yeah. Same well, type of thing, just simple. It has upgraded valve springs. Yeah. Uh, it'll have, like, a slide carb, so it runs a little better. One last thing before you go, and, and actually, I've been somewhat, you know, uh, I, I didn't know for certain... Most of the engine sizes are four horsepower, five horsepower. It, w- it wasn't as if there were a lot of eight horsepowers or ten horsepowers. There were more industrial applications, but it sure seems like that's what you need. You know, to even get anything with a three and a half is almost a joke, even in the mini bike world. Uh, what do you like once you get over a five horsepower predictable Briggs or, mm-hmm. or Tecumseh? Are you are you going right to a Predator? Or, or what, like what what options are really out there? Before yeah, you mean, get to that drag motor. The Predator for the price, I mean, you, you can't really beat it. Because, I mean, you can put that thing on their stock, and it runs pretty good. You probably do like 45, 50, you know, just with a stock motor. Um, but, yeah, when you start s- stepping it up, uh, you know, I usually like to ride the bikes a little bit. The, the drag yeah. bike is hard to ride. You, sure. I mean, it's usually all or nothing on it's that. It's vibrating it's, too, right? Yeah, when it's idling, I mean, it has no, the RPM range is like 5,000 RPM and yeah. up. So Too much. Yeah, you, you can't really cruise it. Yeah, that's why I like these little um, five horsepowers. Actually, yeah, you know, you know, it fires up every time. It doesn't go too fast. Some some of my best motors have been just five horse Briggs. Yeah, um, put like better, better valve springs. You know, maybe poured them a little bit, put a better carb, and they run good and they'll rev high. And yeah, it's just a fun motor. What kind of carbs do you like? Um, like the just like a Makuni, like twenty twos. Yeah, good for the so street. I've got on that one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because yeah. um, it you know it it meters the fuel and stuff at different you know posi- positions of the throttle. So they run pretty good for like cruising around, like full RPM range. Um, yeah, the, I, the Tillisons are kind of most of those are you know when you run a Tillison, you run them on alcohol or um, they're a little more touchy. They're kind of harder to tune to. Yeah, the Tillison, you definitely go right yeah. to a race application. At least you feel yeah, that way. Exactly. Uh, well, look, uh, one last thing. I asked uh, Isky Tim from Isky to come as a guest, so oh, maybe cool. he'll be with us with Charles here next week. So if he can't. Um, uh, Breakout, make sure that you check us out cool. on uh, Periscope. And thanks for joining us too, Jake. Congratulations yeah. on the kid again. Have Appreciate a safe drive it. back there. Thank you. Yeah. Let's see if maybe you can wake Peter up over there and <laughs> get him to join us. We'll get say, him back in here. Yeah, we'll say goodbye. <laughs> but thanks again for joining us. Cool. Uh, mini bike builder, fabricator. Cool guy. Thanks again, Jake Mo. Thanks for joining us over here. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate it. You're welcome. Hey, folks, like I said, um, we've had a few folks that have responded over the last uh, couple podcasts here. Um, 
I just want to tell you guys that really the spirit behind this podcast is for you guys to get involved. You know, go out and, and you know, take a look at Craigslist like all of us do on almost a, re- a daily basis. Google mini bike and see what you, you, you find. You know, maybe you'll see something that you grew up with. Maybe you'll see something that um, you haven't seen. There are a few hundred bucks. You come home, you you put a little gas in there, like Peter said, make sure you put a little gas in the spark plug. Just steal it from your dad. It's <laughs> no big deal. You, you get that mini bike, you start hey, it up, and, and you're going to do that. What about that Jake Mo, huh? Well, you know how I feel about the guy. I want you to help him out. I want you, you know, this magic wand <sighs> you got? You got to see the bikes. Once those bikes roll out. You know, I ask him, okay, you're, you came over from Palmdale. What route did you take? About the 14 or something like that. Yeah. All right. Well, to the, what? what's the... The little drop down there, the little 210, no, 118, whatever. No, no, the, the One, not the dirt sorry. road, but the little road that uh, goes over the mountain. Well, there's a lot of little fucking roads that go over the mountain. No, there's one. Come on. When we went to El Mirage, we took a road over, and it wasn't the 14. Oh, uh, the 133, Peter? I don't know. Is that it? Off yeah, the I two? So. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 138. Uh, 138. Oh, 138. Yeah, yes. He didn't, he didn't give that up? Oh, well, maybe he doesn't want you to know. He wants you to stalk him or anything. He's oh, got to go back on. home. No, I like him uh, because it's usually guys that build bikes, uh, they're accessible. Car builders, like, I, I, you know, how people see Chip Foose. I showed a photo of you and Chip Foose. Like, they're on them. Guys that are in our sport, still so approachable. And when, he, when you see his work, it's like, wow, that's like. The people react like they do to Chip. It's like, wow, Joe, that's like amazing Joe, stuff. I'm ready to go dialing for dollars. Who are we going to call? Uh, well, you already reached out to Jim Savage. Maybe you can call Tom Gattuso. He's he's no, you know, he's he's up early. He's no. working hard. Hey, um, he has. He did a good not job. Not that Savage isn't, but you know, well, Savage. I'll, I'll see. I'll Savis see Tom tomorrow. Savis but uh, is working hard. Let's call John Cobb. No, you do, and I'll, I'll, I'll turn out the pot. Just kidding, John. <laughs> hey, uh, uh, John, uh, Peter wants to book you already for next year's Seema show for we that We could call Savas. You want to call Sav? Um, no, so to answer your question about that, Jake Mo, what about that, Jake Mo? What about that kid? So uh, hmm. he'll, he'll be at this year's Seema show. Act like you know him when you see him this time, you know? It's like, hey, Jake. Um, Jake Mo. Hey, you know where you carved the turkey? The good, good lunch? Bring him to the good lunch room. And definitely Emmanuel's got to go in the good lunch oh. room. All right, look. Dude, you're media. Um, you know, Manuel's done some good work. He's got the attention of, of the folks over at BCII, in fact, over his uh, his production work here. Let's call Bud Brutzman. He's in the he's in the Alps. Is, uh, is he no, really no, where he's, he's taking not. those photos? Is he there? That's, uh, it's not the Alps. It's, it's Norway it's, or uh, Iceland or... Everest. Mount Everest. Same thing. It's, it's in Iceland, very, isn't it? It's very tall. And it... It's tall and cold. Oh, I saw one Wimpy. of those ice picks. Somebody sure. was going somewhere. Yeah, it's like, that forget was that shit. Greg Glass. That's ice like, picks. <laughs> that's Greg Glass going to the bank. <laughs> um, no, uh, shout outs. They're all over the place. I, I had Tom. I had Tom listed just because what I've. Tom who? Tom who, please. He's, uh, Tom, Tom G. G. Tom G. Tom yes, G. Yeah. Tom G. Shout out to Kaj. Shout out to Brian, Monica, all those folks that we've been with all week. Monica. Yeah. The, so um, so it's going. And plus, we'll have a chance to. Alan. Yeah, Alan's on there Alan. too. Look at See Alan? <laughs> Alan. I like him. Plus, Alan's like, I, I think he's taking Fridays off. Sorry, Alan. I'm going to bust you right right now. No, he's killing it. He's, he's taking Fridays off. I, no. You want to know how I can tell? I hate to bust it. I'm going to tell him right now. You know how I know? Let's call Alan. No, don't call him, because especially now after I bust him. Who are we going to call? 
Alan gained like four inches on his chest, and that's from surfing. Oh. And they know where you're getting enough of that surfing shit in on Saturday and Sunday. So he's taking off Friday. Well, Jerome, Al- Jerome does not surf. Let's call Jerome. Let's call the Rome dog. No. We're, no, we're calling Mikey. We're, done we're with calling the show. Mikey. We're done with the show. No, we're calling Mikey. Mike is stopped because he's sleeping. He's in a oh, he's formula in drift. Yes. All right, you sleep. Well, let's, come Plus on. you can't. We have an FCA. They've got, they've got mini bikes. They've got mini bikes. They've got mini bikes. We have FCA rules. We cannot phone and harass Atlanta. people. Plus, as you can see, Robletto. down to three minutes. Robletto. As a Come result on. of what people see here, let's talk about shoes folks, with Mike. Folks may want to be. Our next segment is shoes with Mike. Folks may want to, Peter. Uh, shoes get with into Mike. This Mike, game. tell us about your shoes. Folks may want to get into. Are they into... sand shoes? <laughs> <laughs> Snowshoes? <laughs> folks, you're, you're going to lose the whole slant I've got on this, which is people wanting to be, be a part of this. It's going to be cute. You can't call people up during the damn podcast. Oh, he's in Atlanta. He's. I want kids to get inspired to be a part of what we're doing. You're going to scare them off now. <laughs> no. Huh? Mike's going to have a hooker in his room. He's getting married in a week. Hang up that phone. All right, anyways, we're kidding. Mikey, look. Mike, come on. It's the Pick- cell phone of yeah. Michael. Oh, this is what happened when someone gets... Please. Well, let's let's read his number out loud. No, it's 213. Stop that. A promotional fee has been paid for. No. Hey, look. We got to get one person on the phone. All right. And then okay, we, can we Ira. get back to the podcast? No, don't I, call it Ira. Ira. His Ira. wife will come over and, and grill both of us. No, but you know what? No. Ira deserves it. Ira does not deserve Ira. it. Ira. But he deserves a slap for wearing those fucking pants today. <laughs> Did you put that up? Those, I've never seen someone Ira. wear pants that had the Please same feel. Oh. Yes. Oh, Linda. Come on. All right. Who are we going to call? Right, Let's call Linda. No, leave her alone. Linda. Please. Come on. Pick up the phone. Hey, did you see our eyelashes? Have you seen our eyelashes? I hope you have. In fact, you better not have. He's. Hi, hon. Love the eyelashes. I don't know how she's... I missed those when I came she's in. She's been out with Sandra. That's what happens when you, when your wife hangs out with Sandra. All of a sudden, not everyone knows who Sandra is. Eyelashes. Don't mention last names either. In all fact, of a sudden, eyelashes. at this rate, I'm worried we haven't signed the friggin' release. No, we haven't. This guy. We, have we not haven't signed the release. Did and we, we're did going we try to... John Cobb? Peter, please do not Let's call try... John Cobb. In fact, I have to stop you for a second. Did you get that email from late one night mentioning the loss of a friend of ours in Vegas? Stop that. The person you are trying oh. to reach is... Stop that. It's... Please, please. Okay, stop. Stop. These are all of our buddies. They're, these are they're your busy. buddies. I've asked no. you not to call these any of people, them. These are people you these know. These people are obviously busy watching this. All right. Let's go um, back to the, the power sports section at the show. we got to start calling people that work for me. You would never get... You would never get past you to go on the ride and drive thing at Articat. You would never pass the test at this rate. I say people all the time say, well, what are you working now, Joe? It's like, I'm not working. It's like two things. It's like, what do you do, Joe? I sell shit. And where do you work? I don't work anywhere. That's my thing. Because this is still fun. And I and even when we're doing our little shtick at the SEMA show and all those people who don't have credentials and they're out there looking in. Paisley. Paisley. Do be not up. call him. Yeah. Oh, he'll be he'll up. Be up. Yes. He'll be up. In fact, call him. He could be No, good. he'd be great. He would be great. In fact, he'd have his own show. Don't call him. We'll lose this gig. No, this would be awesome. But he does. He knows about the dino. Paisley. Right. But we encourage folks. Paisley. Buddy. Because it is easy. If you see if us two idiots can stumble our way up to our own... Is it podcast or blogcast? You know, that could be it's the name. It's a blogosphere. That, that there is a way. Especially if you're interested, you really do have a, a skill. Yo, Pays, how are you, buddy? Let's see. I'm all right. How you doing? 
You're on the air, bud. Hi, Craig. It's Joe and Peter here for the podcast. I don't. I'm sorry. You You're called. on the air. It's unannounced. Oh, okay. Where are you? Here's, Craig, here's what happened. I started telling about the event. Someone asked why it was different. I told him it was due to the dino, having a dino at the event. He gave you a great plug. I mentioned I was talking to you about the dino. I made a tragic fucking mistake and mentioned your name. He stopped the <laughs> podcast. The podcast is now stopped, and he's talking to you on the phone. All right, perfect. Yeah, for you. So tell us. Right see, tell us a little about the shop. Uh, Tell the, shop, the surgery that our shop has been going through. So our shop has definitely uh, gone through a lot of changes in the last few months. <clears throat> Obviously, our biggest change is that little Richard dyno we put in with our wind tunnel. That it's a wind tunnel. We put a car on the dyno, and whatever speed it's going on the dyno, the wind over the car will match the same speed as the car. What's it sound like? He wants to know if you can, like, gauge a fart in this wind tunnel. It's a, he's out of control, no. Chris. Come on. No, it's awesome. It's not Chris. It's Craig. Will you stop? <laughs> Craig. Uh, so what am I talking about right now? I don't understand. What am I doing? N none of us do, Craig. I have the little... Paisley, tell him how you used yeah. to do wheelies down the drag strip at English Town. Well, actually... In a Toyota. No, I saw the picture. I saw the picture. I saw the picture on Facebook today. Well, that was like another lifetime ago. Like, I don't even remember that stuff anymore. Yeah, well, you don't remember because you flipped once. But come on, that was crazy. Craig, what, what, what year was it when you were like dominating Naira? That was way before the, the Fast and Furious movies. What, what, what year was that? 99, 2000. So, Craig... The listeners that they've been tweeting in, they've been calling in. The the phones are lit up. Not they, a one. They want to know. They want to know. Is it Craig or Greg? Anyway, um, if you were going to be a Fast and the Furious character, which one would you would you have been? I'm thinking the bald guy. I'm thinking the bald guy from Jersey. Vin Diesel. Thin. I don't think there was a character in the movie that talked enough shit to be me. No. No, I think. Well, you are that the Jordana girl because she was pretty feisty but um hey Craig tell everybody about you know, I don't know how anybody can make like a van cool how did you make a Mercedes van cool like in oh. in, in a month what did, tell folks quickly what you did and talk us a little bit about how that went down see exactly yes the fire truck how do you make a van cool you turn it into a fire truck okay what were you thinking? How'd that go down? Give us a quick thumbnail. You got a call from Peter. Uh, no. Peter called me. Yeah, Peter <laughs> called me. Told me, you got to check out the SEMA website. Mercedes is giving away four vans. You got to get a proposal in. They're coming to the SEMA This show. is years ago. I'm like, really? Don't dial now. Don't no. don't call Mercedes. That was years ago. Go ahead. Go ahead, Craig. It was four years ago. Yes. So I, go to, I go to the SEMA website. They have four vans available. Golf cart. So I'm sitting there like, well, I can't build a luxury limo. I don't have that kind of talent to do all like coach work. No. Or the time. Like, what can I build? What can you build? On island, we have these fire chief trucks. They're usually suburbans. 
firemen, you know? So I put this proposal together for the And uh, at first I didn't think we got it, but then they called me out of nowhere. They're like, what is this thing? <laughs> so I gave them a spiel. I come from a long line of firefighters. And uh, it comes down to it. We sent a proposal and everything goes into it. And boom, we got the check. <laughs> I remember... We, we, well, I'll remember the year Craig did a wheelie at English Town, and then the year that he scored a Mercedes. For the I remember show. being with you when he called. It's like, dude, I got it. It's like, got what? Got a Mercedes. Like, holy shit. No, well, not only that, we're going to turn it into a fire truck. No, uh, look, uh, Honestly, I told those guys, I wish they wouldn't call you because then I would lose the gig because people would want to have you as the host. That's how that's how bad I'm doing tonight. Uh, no. Uh, so hey, I need Craig. Uh, I am. Uh, you know, I was in a kind of an awkward spot and this would be a great place to come out. Uh, there's a reason why I can't join you for the Met Dodger game. And uh, why is it? Because I'm going. I, I, Mike is getting married, and there's a little bit of a of a of a pre pre wedding thing. So that's oh, why I'm no. unable to go. No. That, otherwise, I would be there. And it's it's my birthday was the next day, so I was hoping. So I, I told Craig I was going to go to the game. Then I had to tell him I can't go. So Craig, thank you for Paisley. Is that the one I'm invited to? Or oh, is that you're another such one? a such a. Uh, son. I don't know. They must have some. You're... They must have some before wedding party that no one else knows about. Well, Peter and I were talking. Mikey, I hope you're not listening because we got like five grand in this friggin' wedding and I, I haven't even got the, like, the belt and the socks and all this other shit he wants us to buy. But hey, that's another time, another story. Craig, thank you. Uh, you can actually uh, hear yourself uh, tomorrow or the next... Actually, it takes a few days on iTunes. It's Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast or on YouTube, Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. It's going to be the Peter McGillivray edition Right there, prominently displayed there. And when you put it on your, right your on. phone through your TV or your, your monitor on your car, you're gonna uh -huh. see you're gonna you're gonna I see the little that. logo. It's gonna look really cute. And I owe you lunch. Hey, Paisley and I are going to Australia. Wow, I just get to go to the Dodger game no, with them. There's, there's, yeah, we are going to Australia. We're going to Australia. Bring me back a crocodile. No, no, we're gonna get mini bikes when we're down there. Hey, they're big into mini bikes there. Oh, they really are. they're nuts over there. We're going a day early. We're going I, a day early. Hey, one last thing. I, this is selfish. Craig, I asked you about the dinos for mini bikes. You wanted me to bring you a mini bike. I'm not doing that. Can no, I let's. Do that? No, no. <laughs> Actually, we're going to do that tonight. Okay. <laughs> no. Right. No, everybody gets a mini bike. We're going to Paisley's World Motorsports. <laughs> it, it'll blow up. Uh, no, really. No, let's go. I thought maybe you had the hookup at DynaJet, so I didn't have to call over there randomly. I thought maybe there was like. Because those guys, as I explained, are, are, are known for building dinos, and I thought that they would have the portable motorcycle dino hookup. Yeah, no, we, we, they have a dino hookup for the dino we have, but it doesn't make it portable. You still got to come to us. We're well, there. it's kind of All tough right, to move we'll see you in about, bit. what, 20 minutes? Craig Paisley, uh, world racing, a good friend of ours. Well, he used to be a good friend of ours. Actually, it's kind of like a cameo. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Craig. Hey, say hi to Chris Rado. Craig, Tell him to uh, laugh Craig, it up. Craig, what, you, you were breaking up. Where did you say you were going to? Leave him alone. Leave to, him alone. Uh, to, um, no, you're going, we're go, you're going, you're going meeting. to the Golden Banana? Is that, is that what you said? He has a meeting. Okay. It's kind of a meeting. Right. Okay. Thank you, Craig. <laughs> Love you. Yes. All right, see oh Christ, he's going to. Of course. Fuck. Yeah, I'm going. My God. When? Uh. All right. So. 
before I gave you a ticket away, too, and I'll send you over there. Yeah, weekend. thanks. Send me the bill. All right. I'll see you over there. Hey, from what I understand, we have to barricade the door when we get to San Clemente because the people they want to let in over there, I know those people. Do not let them in our cart or our train. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, all right. Oh. Oh, oh, now I know. Thank you. Bye, Craig. Thank you. See, that was fun. And that's what happens. Uh, the time goes by. We've got to wrap up. And I and I want you to I, I want you to get back into that um, the senator. I need you I need you to get back into that. Because this is serious. I tell people that if they'd like to get a job in our industry, it's a piece of cake. All they have to do is start asking. I tell them to like send applications everywhere. I've never seen a website that literally under classifieds in any industry where when you go there, there's real friggin' jobs. Every time I go to SemaNews.com, there's 20 listings. SemaNews.com. Excuse me. SEMA.org. Yes. Uh, S-E-M-A.org. Or with an e-news. Uh, yes. So, SEMA.org. So it's real. People can. It's classified. It's right on the, the home page So what do you there. tell young kids, uh, in addition to not only telling them, you help them. You financially help them with college and everything else. They can get a job in this industry. They can go to work at Edelbrock. Rock. Uh, there's, there's this whole industry of the coolest people in the world. At all these great companies that we know about. Internships they've got, you know, right? There's, there's, there's entry-level jobs where uh, any anybody can uh, aspire to be a part of, to work hard, to I saw to a job posting job. for a big company. It was so an exhaust on, company. Joe, Joe how do you start in this industry? Uh, I, I asked for the job. That's what I tell them. I yeah, said, just start asking for a job. I was going to college, and I was uh, working at a hotel where many of the folks in our industry used to attend. And I was so you're working in a hotel. Yes, and we don't have time for that whole story, but oh, yes, please. This is a great but story. The, but the, the you're story working is in a hotel, taking care of people, right? Who happen to be from this industry, and one year they brought you to Los Angeles, and you've enjoyed, uh, you know, this great career. Um, Working with the Freiburgers and uh, the Dianas and the Panicos uh, and, uh, and, and the McGillivrays and all those the guys. Gary Cases and, uh, yeah. you know, the Tim Sasamians. Yep. The Joe Moros. So it's not a job. And, uh, and it was easy to get in. You know, all these incredible people. Linda Vaughn. Linda Vaughn sees you at the SEMA show and she gives you a high five. Um, hey, one year. Uh, <laughs> you know, no, yes, it's amazing, isn't it? You know, it's, it's we used to remember she'd come to the hotel. It was like Dolly Parton. To, sure. the, the fact that she knew your name was a big thing. And uh, you know, we're we're part of this community, and uh, we're always looking for people with heart and talent yeah. and passion. Um, that's our guys. That's, that's our mini bike crowd, man. You know, that's all you need. Yeah. So, and uh, if you work hard. And ask for the order. You do a good job. In addition to your hard work, you end up making a career out of it. Out of something you like, which is the, so, the little uh, trick. You know that's uh, that's what this industry has been built on. That that's what really populates the the trade show in Las Vegas in uh, oh, you in see November. It too. You, know, um, you see it more than I do. And if you play your cards right. 30 years after you start doing it, you'll be sitting in a garage in La Crescenta, California, talking to an old friend. Yep. And and we see where the guys who started maybe just working on the road, going from town to town, car show to car show, setting up the booth, 
putting out the wax or putting out the mufflers and talking to the people. Then they became the, they went from the event guy to the marketing guy. And then they went to the vice president. And then something happened where they went somewhere else. And then they bought their own company. You see it. You see it within the group of guys that were there when you started. So it, it's it's viewable everywhere that it's it's attainable. And if you'd like to get a part of this, if you'd like to get into the industry, because if you're into mini bikes, you're an automotive person, there's room for you. There's room for you. So go buy a mini bike, have some fun. And um, if you'd like to find out more about our industry, it's just it's just there for you. Reach out. You can uh, check out SEMA.org, as Peter mentioned. Uh, next week. SEMA SAN. Yeah. SEMA, SEMA-SAN.com. SEMA, SEMA Action SAN. Network. Yes, the SEMA Action Network. It's a great way for uh, enthusiasts to... Find oh, an yes. entryway into to this industry. And you'll see those guys at many of the car shows. you probably see uh, Colby, Colby, right, with sure. slick yeah. back hair and a nice uh, street rod out there. Uh, yeah, SEMA Action Network. I'm glad you brought that you up, you got to have him on. Yeah, he would be good. Oh. Because, you know, he's a voice of uh, the contemporary hot rodder. What do you say? Well, and, He's a roadkill you know, guy. He's got, oh, sure. Yeah, he's oh, a roadkill guy. I think of his mini bike stories. That kid. Yeah, he came out one time. He came out with his wife. I think he's had a little full dance card. You've been sending him on the road. Uh, a lot in the summer now. So no, he loves mini bikes. Peter, thanks for coming on. It, it really has been fun. I, I really know that we could both have some fun going on. <laughs> Colin Paisley was that was a great little pimp there, uh, and he's good. We will have him on. Well, we're going to see him in a couple weeks. Let's just hope that we survive that. Uh, thanks for coming on board. Really, and to stick around, uh, Jake Mo. Thank you, brother, for still sticking around. Emmanuel, thanks for another good job. Hey, a little housekeeping. Uh, we talked a little bit about uh, an upcoming event. It is um, something that uh, we've uh, supported here. It's the um, uh, Scleroderma Walk event that's happening in May. What's the exact date? May 15th. May the 15th. Uh, if you've got some time and you'd like to be a part of it, uh, sclerodermawalk.org. Sclerowalk.org. Sclerowalk.org. Uh, that is the uh, web address for more information. It's May the 15th. Uh, check it out. Be a part of that. We decided that uh, we'd like to do that. You'll probably see some Joe's Mini Bike Reunion giveaways and things along those lines. So uh, thank you for that. Uh, our guest next podcast, podcast number four, as we said earlier, Charles Mini Drag Bike. Mosley will be here. This is the guy who builds some of the wickedest motors out there. He's the guy that everybody wants to get the inside skinny on. He's going to talk to us. And maybe, maybe, maybe if we're lucky, Tim from Iski will be joining us. This is Joe from Joe's Mini Bike Reunion Podcast. Thanking you for listening, watching, scoping, whatever it is that you're doing. Uh, thanks for all the effort, everybody. We will see you in a couple weeks. Thank you. <laughs>